You are listening to the Empowering Indian Expats podcast. If you are an Indian living abroad, feeling stuck in an average 9 to 5 or a job or business that's not helping you reach your full potential, this is the podcast to tune in where you will find your role models and learn from their dream struggle victory stories. This is your host Ehsan Ali, a long-time IT professional living in Sydney, Australia, who has made it his mission to find and unpack the stories, the strategies and life lessons of successful and inspiring Indian expats to help you and I reach our full potential. This week's guest has an interesting journey. Uh, Fatima studied and trained as a doctor but decided to leave her career and devote her life to developing children. Apart from regular subjects, she teaches mind mapping, speed reading and public speaking. She's also an NLP practitioner and trainer. So let's talk to Fatima and find out what made her change career, uh, what impact she has been uh, making in children's life. Uh, how mind mapping, speed reading, public speaking and NLP uh, fit together in what she does and learn a thing or two from her expertise and experience. So without further ado, let's talk to Fatima. Hi Fatima, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Asan. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to this uh, marvelous platform. I'm really looking forward to share my experience here. Thank you for coming along. And there are specific things that I saw in your career that I wanted to bring out for others to learn and get inspired. So you started as a medical practitioner. Doctor come now a church, pure, uh, fully into child development. You do a lot of things for children. You are an NLP master trainer and practitioner. You also help people with public speaking. So I'm quite curious to know how there was this career shift and then what you do in child development and NLP and public speaking. So these are the things we are going to touch upon in this conversation. Cool, sure, definitely. Okay, so if you can do a quick introduction of yourself, a short introduction, who you are and what you do will pick up from there awesome all right Asan. thank you i'm an international trainer in nlp i'm a master trainer of mind mapping speed reading and memory from tony buzins apart from this i run a small tutoring business small and growing tutoring business where i help the neurodivergent children i specify neurodivergent because i love working with them it's very important to help the children build up their self-confidence and self-esteem. When you have the confidence in yourself and when, you, when your self-esteem is like really high, the whole world is in your lap. Because confidence is something, even if you know everything, but you're not confident of talking about, what's the point of having it? What's the yeah. point of knowing it? Yeah. So confidence is something that gives your whole world into your lap. Yeah. Uh, in terms of from medicine to this shift, it's a big transition. It's a massive transition. Let's go back to the time, 1997. Yeah, I think more than two or three decades now. So 1990s, I'm from an Indian culture where parents have the rights to decide what your child will be, yeah? yeah, like a doctor or an engineer or whatever, whatever. And we had only these three, four highly rated professions. Yeah. And I was a very, very bright student, bright in the books. However, I had no self-confidence of myself. I was like a bookworm sort of a mm. uh, girl. Mm. And I had a massive issue of stuttering, very big 
challenge in my life was stuttering, yeah? So even then, when my teacher would say, oh, Fatima, you're so good. Can we, can you just stand up and read? For one paragraph, I would take probably an hour to read. Can you imagine one paragraph an hour? Hour, not for reading, tears, shame, laughing stock in front of the class, all this. So I would just not read. I would just go to the bathroom and cry sometimes. So that's one of the things that I've always wanted to overcome. And I mm. wanted to feel confident of myself so I can go and talk in front of public, which I'm doing it right now. Yeah, it's yeah, so, so fascinating. Everything, everything you talked about, the speed reading, the mind mapping, the public speaking and NLP, looks like it's all because of what you experienced as a child and while you were uh, growing up. Yes. If okay. I have to give you one sentence of my life, I can tell you, Hassan, I'm the one today who I needed the most when I was a child. I get it. I yeah? absolutely get it. Yeah. So, you are not the only one, Fatima. A lot of us who come from, come from India and subcontinent in India, we might have done well in our technical skills. So if you're an engineer or doctor or whatever, finance or legal, whatever we have studied, but when it comes to presenting ourselves or communicating right, we did not have those skills. Yeah. And uh, there was no training also for that. And we mm. had no clue what we could do. You know, now, you know, in Australia, we know there is so many ways to improve. You know, Toastmaster where you were involved, even I was involved for a while. Those are some of the institutions, but there are many more than that. But when we were growing up, we didn't know. We were like, this is, we, this is who we are and this is how we will be. Okay, yes. And that puts a lot of pressure on us uh, in terms of how we can grow in our career. So, yeah. Um, and you took that as the theme of your life looks like. But be before you got into it full on, you you studied medicine. You became a doctor. I did. Yeah, I did. From because becoming my, a doctor, because my, my parents, you had to become a doctor. You're very, you're very bright. And I never wanted to be a doctor. I, I, I had a different passion of teaching. I love mm, teaching. I mean, mm. and at the age of probably 17 or 18, I had my little tutoring business. I was working with the children already for age. But then you, I ended up being I'm in medicine and I'm not a person who can see blood and all. No way. I mean, I'm not like that. <laughs> I did not. So uh, my how, husband, did you, how did yeah, you change, it, change from medicine to uh, teaching children in various aspects? Cool. Awesome. Now, this is a very big question and it is very close to my heart. My husband is a stalwart, always next to me. Uh, I got married in 2003 and we moved to Kuwait. My, my husband said, look, do what you love to do. He is a stalwart. I always say he's like my backbone. And at times I'm his backbone. So we support each other in a way. <laughs> so he said, do what you want to do. I said, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go to the hospital. I'm not in the favor of working like this. And I, I had my boy a day in 2004. Unfortunately, he was diagnosed with ADHD. And mm. as, as, I, as I always say, there's nothing called as a learning difficulty. It's always a teaching difficulty. Yeah. All brains can learn. You should have the passion and the right medium to teach them. Yeah, no, I agree with that. From 2007 onwards, I am on this journey helping little, little kids. Yes, I got... Some of them I did it for free because they couldn't afford it. That's okay. Some of them gave me for the services I did because as far as my husband was doing well, he was feeding me well. I had no intention of earning a lot of money. Mm. I was very happy with what I was doing. We moved to Australia in 2014 and in 2017, 
I started a franchisee business. Mm-hmm. And from then, all, then onwards, I never looked back. Mm-hmm. My center is up and growing. And I especially deal with neurodivergent kids. Mm-hmm. So do you need uh, special training to teach uh, neurodivergent kids? Yes, I have done a special training, but as I said, there's nothing called as a learning difficulty. It's more of a teaching difficulty. And N, N, Esan, NLP has given me the tools first to work on myself, create an awareness so that I have the right mindset to help the children. It is not an easy task to do it, but because I have the tools, I can deal with the kids very patiently and very easily. Right. So there are three things, if I understood right, you do. One is Mm -hmm. teaching uh, neurodiverse kids. The second thing is uh, public speaking. And the third thing is NLP. So we'll touch upon these three one by one. So when it comes to teaching kids, you said, what do you do differently with this neurodivergent kids? I just built up the self-confidence because I always tell parents, look, maths and English, anyone can teach you. It's not a very big thing to do. You go anywhere, anyone can teach you maths and English. What I do with children is I built up this self-confidence. Right. Because as I say, when you have the confidence in you, you have the whole world in your lap. Right, right. Yeah, so that's the first thing I do. What else? Raising this. Now, sometimes you ask me, how do you, how do you build the self-confidence in children? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll give a very, a very small, but a very cute example. I have lots of children here. And when they come to me, they, I teach them the concept. Example, fractions. Yeah. Fractions. Example, math fractions. They say, Fatima, I don't know. Can you teach us? I says, yeah, I will teach you. I use all the visual aids, auditory aids, kinesthetic aids to help them. Mm-hmm. They say, yeah, 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 we got it. I think I understood. Let's, I'll do the rest. All right. Next week, again, they come. There's a Fatima, I think I forgot. Can you show me again? I said, mm-hmm. yes, that's okay. I will show you again. Mm-hmm. Third week, they said, oh, Fatima, I didn't do the homework. Actually, I forgot. Can you tell me again? I said, no, nah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to show you. Let's mm-hmm. swap the roles. So mm-hmm. they become the tutor. I become the student. Mm-hmm. And they say, example, now you are my student. I said, Esan, can you show me how to do this fraction? Mm-hmm. You are my tutor. And we swap the roles. Mm-hmm. And when we do this, mm-hmm. they 100% get it right. It was that, you know, that lack of self-confidence in themselves. Oh, what would happen if I say wrong? Mm. So that's how I built up. I said, look, you did it right. And every time you use the same technique, same strategy, and you will get it right. So this yeah. is how I help kids in building up the confidence. And how about this mind mapping? What is it and what do you do regarding that? Mind mapping, Esan, it's a very powerful tool again. I use it in my center for my for the kids who come to my center. Also, I train people on mind mapping. Mind mapping, example, if, if, a, if a person is going to university, if it's a university student, the way they write lateral writing, instead, if they have this tool of mind mapping, they can put that whole chapter in the form of a mind map. So during the exam, when they have to review it, they don't have to go through all the notes. Just open the mind map, bang. And the entire chapter is in front of them. So that's mind map. And how long does it take somebody to get conversant enough to use it in their studies and preparation? Ideally speaking, four to five hours is enough if it's one-on-one. If it's a group training, still I do for six hours because I want to just not train them. I want them to understand how to use that skills. Hmm. 
Because what happens is when you get a training, all right, I attended a training five days, bang, finish. Now, that's mm. not me. I want you to understand how and where you will use. So who are the most or the best beneficiary of uh, mind mapping? When you, of course, you gave example of university students. Uh, yeah. Who are the other set of people who have been beneficiary of your mind mapping teaching? This is a lovely question, Asana. I would answer it like this. Whoever has the willingness to learn and grow, whoever has a willingness to do things differently in their life, mind mapping is for them. Not just mind mapping, any skill. Take, for example, speed reading. Anyone who has a desire to read, some people they just give up reading. If they, have a, if they have a desire to speed no, I read. That. I got yeah. that. So, so I got, the that. way I was thinking was so... University students definitely required because they have to study a lot and uh, it's so difficult to keep in their mind, especially yeah. if the format is end of it, you have to write an exam. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So that's useful even for uh, high school students because, yes. you know, in Australia, yes. ATAR is a big thing. Yeah. And my daughter is in year 11 and I keep hearing from her and she works really, really hard. So yeah, uh, students in high school would definitely be high beneficiary. Yeah. How would what would be the application for professionals as such? They don't need right. to really remember a lot of different things. So this this is a cool question. I'll tell you. My husband is writing a book. Is writing another book, and he has mind mapped yes. that for book. writing a book. Yes, I would agree. So that's another. He has application. mind mapped that book. He said this is cool. I said look, this is so entire book. First he mind mapped, and now yes. he will start writing it. Definitely. Any problem example? If I have to organize a big festival or uh, like a throw a big party in my house for 100 people, I can mind map it. Mm. So when you okay, learn so these tools, yeah. This is interesting. So uh, application students, be it high school, be it university student, for professionals, people who run projects, programs, events, professionals who want to write a book, anything which requires you to organize large amount of information and data and sequence, mind mapping will definitely be useful. Yes. See, I'm, I have seen the mind mapping tools, but I never thought it could be a skill that I needed to develop. I thought, oh, it's an easy <laughs> thing. You know, you put all this, it's like a project plan. You put the high level milestone and then you break it down. That's how I thought. I never thought this could be a skill. So good to know. And uh, yeah. I hope somebody would uh, uh, reach out to you if uh, they uh, need to really master mind mapping skills. Okay. Let's I talk will... about I will just tell you one thing about it. We every year we write goals on different areas of our life. This year, the health goal. If you if you go to my LinkedIn, you will see a photo of the heart. Yeah, and how I have mind mapped my health goal. So it's just very clear what I need to do in terms of my health. That's it. It just gives a more clarity in terms of your thinking process. Okay, good. And what's what do you do on speed reading? This is another skill you help people. Uh, yes, speed reading is for everybody. Now, when I say SN speed reading, it's not about English language. It's about any language. You can speed read any language. I just give you the techniques to help you read that. Now, I just did one probably a month ago. I did a complimentary session on speed reading. And I, I trained people about 40, 50 people on, I gave them one technique how to speed read and at the same time how to comprehend if you are okay i can share the technique here for oh, a please. larger audience to get benefit yeah okay yeah, if you can share yeah, yeah. now Esan, we are trained from a very young age to read space by space mm. space by space we read 
So that's how our brain, for, I would say for the first 40 years, I have been reading space by space. And that's how my reading is. So when you read space by space, your brain takes a time and you lose your concentration, you lose your focus. Mm. when you read mm. space by space mm. so the technique that i showed during that complimentary one hour session was to group the words read in chunks Got it. when you read in chunks you don't you have very less spaces probably in one line if you read in read two words together three words together four words together so you start with two then three and that's how there is something called amalgamation of marginal gains it means everything takes time. Mm. Practice is very important. I will not say, oh, you, you do this and you will be a champion. No, that's wrong. Not a practice. 1% improvement every day will lead to 100% improvement in 100 days. What's it's all about practice. Definitely. What's the typical reading speed that when you meet somebody whom you train, what do you see their average reading speed is? Yeah. 200, 300 uh, words per minute? No, the... the the last one I saw when we did the free training was one one lady had a speed reading of 120 words per minute. That's like very, very low. Very, very low. And the highest was 215 words per minute. Still very low. My speed reading when before the training was 302 words per minute. Yeah. Before I used the technique. Now I read 500 words per minute. Yeah. 500 yeah. should be the... Yeah, 500 should be an advanced level. Most people should have. No, 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 not really. Because the one. <laughs> but I think most people have is like two, 250. You know, yeah, that's max average. 300, yeah. yeah. Uh, some kids like who, I don't know if it's with all English speaking generation. I don't know. But my daughter would be reading maybe, I don't know, five, six, seven hundred. Like she scans with her eyes. She just scans yes. like that. So yes. uh, yeah, a thick book takes a couple of hours for her, which will take yep. one or two days for me. Yeah, yeah. So some, so some yes. of these kids know the techniques, I guess. Yeah, they, it's very they, useful, they know the technique. Very useful it's technique. Very, very useful very for a student and professional equally um, uh, important because as professional, we need to keep upgrading ourselves, keep upskilling both in our area of expertise as well as personal development and things like that so that definitely is a very important skill so no thanks yes. for sharing it so i got to know a little bit about mind mapping i got to yep. know a little bit about speed reading and i know somebody like you do that in australia otherwise i thought it was all online uh, only available uh, how about public speaking what do you do in that area okay now we run a five day course where we give you the skills where we train you on the skills that is a must yeah that is a must for a to give a presentation like nail the sale type of presentation yeah i was a toastmaster from 2007 i'm not sure till 2010 or 11 something yeah. and i have chartered sponsored and mentored a club back in kuwait i have chartered mentored and uh, sponsored two gables club gables club are like kids club i see yeah, they are only, and my, I don't know, somehow there has been always a burning desire to help the children, probably because I was traumatized when I was a kid. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, so that's, so Toastmaster is a good platform to practice the skills the, or practice the training that you get from us. You have learned swimming, but if there is no swimming pool, where you will practice your swimming? Got it. 
Same thing is like you learn the art of public speaking from us, mm. straightforward, eight-step process, and Toastmasters is a good way to practice it. Got it. Got it. And you are also an NLP practitioner and NLP trainer. Yes. And what do you do in that area? Cool. NLP, I, how did I end up NLP? I will not go through that because I'm preparing for a big stage. Okay. Hopefully in the next few months, you will see me on a big stage. So that's my journey. I'm going to share my journey there. NLP is a very powerful and a life-changing tool to me. I got my master practitioner at the age of 2017. And then I use those tools in my personal, professional and my business life. Right. So if you had seen this Fatima in 2016, you wouldn't have believed that this is the same who is in who is now because and it's not me, it's my children, my family, my friends. They said, what is this change? You have changed so much. I said, yes, I control my mind. Before, you used to control my mind. The environment controlled your mind. Environment controlled it. So that's the difference. And it's the difference that makes the difference. Right. So you do help people. What do you do for with NLP? One is you are an NLP trainer, meaning you train people on NLP. And the practitioner, yeah. meaning you use NLP to help people in certain aspects. What aspects do you help them? Okay, now practitioner means I use only for my business purpose where I help children. Okay. I'm not into like where people become like education coach or health coach. I'm not into coaching one. Okay. okay. Right, I'm not into coaching, but I'm into training where I want, I wish every individual learns the skill of NLP. They will have a better control over themselves. So I use those tools in my personal life, in my family life, in my friend circle, in my business. So that's me. But I train people on NLP so that they can be, they can also make a difference. And every small difference will make a big difference. Got it. So I think I, I now know quite a, a lot about uh, you, which I didn't know. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation. So from being a doctor to becoming a, more of a child development advocate because you experienced <laughs> challenges and your son had the ADHD issues and, and that inspired you to do all these things that you have done. Now you specialize in you know, building confidence and speed reading, mind mapping and public speaking for children. And for that, you run a franchisee in Melbourne called, what is it called? I forgot. Kip McGrath. Kip McGrath, Kip McGrath is a franchisee business and I own it in Ringwood area. And you've been so, running it for last five years or so. No, yeah, we are turning five on the 18th. So yeah, we are, my business is going to be five years old on the 18th of February. So that business is where I help children to build up their learning gaps, both in maths and English. Hmm. And I use some of my tools to help the children that clicks. Oh, this is, this is making sense to me, Fatima. Why hmm. you didn't teach me this before? I said, every small difference will make a big difference. So let's hmm. go step by step. So yes, that's the one. So while you're uh, tutoring them for the basic fundamental English maths and things like that, you are using all the skills that you develop. You, you know, some of the skills which you did not have when you were growing up and then when you found your son to be a TST. So those were the inspiration for building all these skill set and you also did NLP and together uh, it's become a very powerful, you have become a very a powerful, yeah, powerful <laughs> coach for children and now for adults as well in public speaking. So 
I, I wouldn't use the word powerful. I would say I'm more resourceful now. <laughs> more resourceful now. But that's, that's, that's really nice. Good to know. So one aspect now I know if people want to grab your resourcefulness and knowledge for their children in Melbourne, they can uh, reach out to you. And what about the public speaking business office? So your core business is now the franchisee of Kip McGrath. Two. I have two businesses. Yeah. One is the Kip McGrath. Yeah. Absolutely for the children. Yeah. Another one is where I train people on NLP, yeah. art of public speaking, mind mapping, speed reading, and memory. That's another okay. one. Got it. For mind mapping, speed reading, memory, anyone is welcome. Okay. Child, adult, old age, there is no age for it. Hmm. For NLP, yes. At this stage, we are only training, you know, the one who really wants to adopt the skills. But I yeah. wish I can train kids with NLP. They would change the world because the world is in need of good leaders. Mm-hmm. And how easy or challenging it has been to you know start two businesses from scratch uh, and run a family you know trying to manage all of those things. Yeah, if you go to my or if you, when you have an opportunity to go to my LinkedIn profile, just read it out. I have been through a massive transformation from seventeen to now, and that is because of NLP. It was a big challenge when I started this business. I had little kids. My husband had a lot of traveling job and it was just too much. But this NLP gave me the tools Mm. to first control myself, become aware. And that's how I have been growing in my business. My business has been consistently growing. During COVID also, there was, I I personally did not face any challenge as such. It was Mm. consistently growing because the intention of doing this business is very different. The intention is not to make money out of it. Mm -hmm. The intention is to create a difference, to make an impact. Mm. And when you have that mindset of doing things differently, Mm. it's a difference that will make the difference. Absolutely. I'm completely with you on that. And uh, thanks for sharing. So now I... I know the value that you are adding in the in a, with children. So in the society, it's a it's a big thing. <laughs> Thank and you. I also understand you have made a you know, very drastic career change from being yeah. a doctor to becoming a child development specialist in your own way. So it's been mm-hmm. an extremely uh, inspiring journey. Thank uh, you. Anything anything that you thought I should have asked, which I have not asked so far. There is lot to share. There is lot, lot, lot to share. However, I would leave it to you to ask me if there is anything that could create a difference in this in this uh, little platform of learning, and would create an impact on the people who want to learn from my experience. So, I will teach them from my experience. Yeah. So, few things that was in my mind, which I think I covered. So, one was how come a uh, somebody who has studied medicine and a doctor gets onto a child yes. uh, uh, tutoring and child development arena so that I understand and it's a big change but you had a reason so one one common theme across everything you have done is uh, you are doing it for a reason and when you have clarity of why you are doing it it's it's not a regular nine to five it's not a no. <laughs> have to do things it's like you want to do it so you're yes. excited about it and you do your best because you're not doing it for um money per se you are doing it to create impact so yes. i think this this is what worth sharing with people plus what you do for children in melbourne a lot of people can benefit from the keep McGrath franchise that you run then the second part is anybody who wants to develop skills in mind mapping speed reading or public speaking uh, can connect with you and that you do online so people from yeah. anywhere can yeah. uh, connect with you 
And what's the best way for people to connect you? What's they the can, platform? They, they can connect me with LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. They can reach out to me on my phone number. That's not a big problem. Is there anything else that you would like me to answer? Or I think no, we have I think, covered uh, everything. We have covered the theme that uh, we wanted to uh, use. You know, one, again, in repetition, very inspired by your journey, you know, being a doctor to changing your uh, field completely. And you have been impacting lives of children, especially the neurodiverse is what you use the word. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> New, uh, neurodivergent children. Neurodivergent. Yeah. Okay. Neurodivergent, neurodivergent children, children yeah. which, is, which is a good cause. And then you develop yourself. And I didn't know NLP could be that impactful. I have a lot of friends who are NLP practitioners or they have used it to do something in their life. But I, with what I learned from you today, it could be transformational in nature which yes, i probably yes. didn't think before so it was very yes. useful conversation and thank you for coming along thank you thank you so much Asan. as I, I, again i would like to wrap up i'm not an expert in the field of children but what i do is from my heart so when i okay. say i'm doing this because i have been through all this i can understand the children very well and certain skills that i have learned i have developed i use those skills to help the children fantastic so wish you all the best in your uh, two businesses that you are running. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Esan. Thanks for listening to the Empowering Indian Expats podcast with your host, Esan Ali. I hope Fatima's story inspired you. It was interesting to know that she left her medical career to take care of uh, her son who was diagnosed with uh, ADHD. Uh, she also used her own lack of self-confidence as another reason uh, in doing what she does today. Uh, I would myself enroll in her mind mapping course and I would uh, probably check with my daughter as well who's in year 11 if she wants to learn because it's a very, very useful skill. Anyway, let me know what you got out of Fatima's journey. And uh, if you are someone at a career crossroad or feeling stuck in a career or keen to transition into entrepreneurship, do connect with me on LinkedIn. I may be able to help you myself or will connect you with someone who's already been on the journey or contemplating right now.